Welcome everybody to Ending the Drought. This is Season 3, Episode 1. I am your host, Jake Cranston, alongside Jeff Webster. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, pal. How are you? Really good, man. Been waiting to talk football for quite some time now. Yeah, but it is, it's it's hot though. It's hot. It is hot for football. This is not your typical football weather by no, any means. No, not when it's like 85 and humid. <laughs> That's, that's tough. I'm thinking they're probably grateful they don't start practice till this coming Sunday. Yeah. It's supposed to be their first practice. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to be outside practicing in any football gear right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. And just to put some context to the podcast, yesterday the rookies reported for training camp. Uh, veterans come in Saturday, I believe. Their first practice is Sunday. So that's where we're at, and uh, that's part of a topic of conversation tonight. Yeah, is a little bit of training camp talk, a little bit off season talk. Uh, just we're gonna warm up the season with a little general conversation. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, where do you where do you start off, right? I mean, we I think the last episode we did, we talked about pretty much post draft and yep. what we thought about our picks, and you know, yeah. it's been it's been a while since um, like late May. You know? Yeah, right. So yep. it's been a it's yeah. been a little bit since you know so pardon us if we're a little rusty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, we're getting back into it. Yeah. it. It won't take long because of course we love talking football, and anybody who hears us probably loves listening and talking about football also. Yes, but um, you know to bring everybody up to speed, obviously, big acquisition and Von Miller mm-hmm. puts another body in the uh, on the defensive line that should cause a major disturbance in the NFL, which is of course fantastic for our buffalo bills yep um one of many many different moves that they've done along the line offense and defense it's you great. know yeah it's a lot of good moves yeah you don't have to look far to find a national uh talking heads talking about the buffalo bills the anticipation for what they're hoping for this season um it's not a consensus overall but I think a lot of people are very high on where they expect the bills to be come January. So we are, you know, we're, oh, we're yeah. hoping for really big things this year. Uh, Josh Allen, if he looks anything close to the couple of playoff games he got last year, um, he was he was more than impressive. He was definitely elite. So a sure little was. bit more of that. And uh, I say a few nice additions to the team, some different faces, lost a few guys, but uh, not to the impact that I think other teams uh, were faced with when it came to gains and losses. So, mm-hmm. yep. so yeah, they're in a pretty good place right now. Yeah, they are. They're in a really good place, and they have so much talent on this roster right now too. And it's you know it's cool going into to camp right now, looking at like what expectations are going to be and where you're going to get you know these expectations from. You right. got you got a lot of. A lot of nice looking rookies that came in. Uh, you got a lot of off season additions that we added that you can look at and say, okay, you know, where are these guys going to contribute? How right. are they going to contribute? And then you got just guys that have been on this roster um, for a while that have contributed or partially contributed, like a guy like uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Sure. Where you think, all right, you know, that's. He's a he's a good guy to look at uh, to position battle wise uh, in yeah. this in this uh, in this training camp because 
you know, we saw a few flashes from Isaiah, um, especially that Patriots game. Yep. And so we, we kind of got a glimpse of what he can do, but we don't know what he can do full-time for this team yet. Right. So he's got a good position battle with, with uh, Jameson Crowder. I think that one's going to be one I'm looking yeah. at pretty close. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you know, kudos to Brandon Bean, man. He set these guys up for exactly what they always talk about, right? Nobody gets nothing for nothing. I mean, you yeah. got to work. If you want it, earn it. That's all you got to do. You got to take it from somebody else. But at the same time, these guys are rooting for each other. You know, uh, stories of James Cook and Devin Singletary yeah. training together already prior to right. the draft. You know, they worked out together. Uh, and they're both, they're like, they're looking at it like a 1A, 1B type situation where they can, you know, build off each other and challenge each other and become stronger as teammates. And, and yeah, I, I love, I love the idea of this training camp. I mean, it, it's so cool to see a team that's not like throwing half of itself away and just throwing shit against the wall and hope it sticks. We're to a point where they are literally, just tweaking little areas to maybe get a little bit better uh, because they were so close last year. I mean, there's nobody in this country that follows football that doesn't understand just how dangerous this team is and how close they were to definitely competing for a Super Bowl, potentially winning one. Um, right. You know, so, so yeah, uh, expectations are high, and uh, nobody challenges themselves more than I think this team. They they – they put it all out there, man. These guys, uh, to a man almost, really give it everything they got. So that's going to yeah. pay off uh, big time, I think. Yeah. And it's just uh, these guys, you know, you got guys like Josh Allen's been on this roster now for for five years. He's been in the league for five years. So you got guys on this team that um, are veterans. You got, yep. you got a good mix of guys that have been in this league, and you got a good mix of guys that, have been on this team with with Sean McDermott since day one, you know both safeties and Poyer and Hyde and mm-hmm. obviously Josh got drafted by um, you know McDermott and you got you know really looking forward to Trey White coming back. Yeah, I think he's he was well missed last year. Um, yep, Trey Edmonds. So it's just Matt a Milano. I mean, a number of these guys have yeah. been here. They're they're very stable presence on this team, and that allows you to do a little bit more when it comes to. Guys like, say, Isaiah McKenzie or Dane Jackson or guys that are maybe on the cusp of becoming more than they, they currently are. Um, but you don't have to just force them in a position where, uh, you know, they have to they have to succeed immediately. And, and I think James Cook falls into that. We talked about that a little bit just uh, off air. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, that's what Duke Johnson gives them. It gives them an opportunity to, to slow play. Uh, James Cook, and probably by mid-season or so, he could be a, a you know a regular on the uh, offense. But they don't have to put him in there week one and expect him to play like his brother. It just it's not going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to force the kid to come in and and be this dynamic, you know, offensive player for us. Because <clears throat> I mean, honestly, we just we don't need him to be right away. Right. You know, we we can we can use him for for different sets different situations where he can be explosive, sure. you know, and kind of catch the other team off guard. But, yeah, you don't need uh, to bring James Cook in and, and just throw him, throw him right in there because, 
I mean, we have Singletary. Right. You know, we have a guy in Duke Johnson that's been in the league for a while that that knows, you know, how to how to play in this league. So, yep. you know, getting guys in the right position to teach, um, you know, these rookies how to come along on this team and in this league is is big. You know, yeah. And that and that's kind of neat how it looks like McDermott and Bean set themselves up for for this team. Is they really they really looked at um, how to build this roster from the inside out. You yes. know, and they they're able to draft well to start with. Uh, they're able to bring in key free agent pieces, a la um, you know Diggs and right. and you know guys like that. And you know you got guys like Saffold you you brought in, and just you know they're they're really they're really piecing the roster together. Yeah, very very evenly because um, you know you don't have you don't have too many too many uh, you know older vets. You don't have no. You don't have a lot of just rookies in here that you don't know what you're going to get. Like, you know, if you look at the Jets, <clears throat> the Jets are loaded with with very young right. draft talent right, right now. And and that's could be good or could be very bad because sure. you, just, you just don't know what you're going to get out of these type of players. Yeah, not everybody develops at the same pace. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to be patient to get the most out of a player. Um, but – you know, it got me thinking about what you're talking about is the fact that since these guys got here, since McDermott and Bean have been around, almost everything they've said has been exactly what they've done. Trust the process, you know, playoff caliber, championship caliber. Um, everybody competes for, for their place at the table. Um, you know, we're going to make sure that there's competition at every position. Obviously, Josh Allen's about the only exception to that rule yeah. because there's other than maybe Stephon Diggs, Trey White, a few guys. Um, yeah, these guys know they have to build their bodies and build their minds to compete every day, yep. every day. And, and everybody um, plays to a point in their career, and, and then maybe there's a drop-off. Maybe that's where Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison and, Daryl Williams and some of the other veterans that were that presence to help the you know the young guys. Um, at some point, you need to give those young guys an opportunity, and I think they knew that. I think I think everybody on the team understands that their window of opportunity is very very small. Right. You know, I'm sure our safeties are probably thinking about that as they enter their 31 year old. Uh, seasons, I think, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. You know, they understand that there will be a drop-off at some point. You can still play, obviously, you know, until your mid-30s. Um, right. um, I think fairly successfully, but not everybody. It's different for everybody, and, I, you know. So it'll be interesting to see. I, they do have a window of opportunity. This year just seems to be all those pieces fell together. And, again, kudos to Brandon Bean, man. I the the players he picked up like settle you know all all I heard about was he had a very small opportunity to play but when he played he was successful um, Saffold Pro Bowler um, Von Miller you know a consistent consistent presence on the defense not only rushing the passer but stopping the run um, he runs a camp every year like you know these are these are smart guys OJ Howard on a lot of teams, would be their number one tight end. They mm -hmm. would bring him in because of his pedigree and stuff like that. Um, he was pretty, 
pretty highly touted coming out of college. He'd be their number one tight end. On this, he's a complimentary piece on the Bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And Crowder's, I'm telling you, he is a really, really good talent. That's an awesome, awesome pick. It is. You know, because now, like you said, Isaiah McKenzie doesn't have to step up and be Cole Beasley. They can they can work together to to handle that missing piece. Yeah. And I think they will. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, and it's it's nice to see us be be able to bring in guys like we we never in a million years, um besides the Super Bowl years when we're able to bring in certain guys like Bryce Pop or Chris Spielman or, you know, certain free agents. And, you know, they weren't like huge names or anything. I mean, I probably Bryce Pop was one of the biggest. Yes, yes. But, um, you know, the fact that we were able to, you know, Brandon Bean was able to bring in a guy like Von Miller. Right. Just really shows you the the loaded talent on this roster. I mean, (laughs) and again, it starts with Josh because – Von Miller never would have came here if we didn't have a guy like Josh on this team. I, I on think team. that would have, yeah. You didn't go to New England, or I'm sure they would have loved to have had him. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he Where would, you've got Mac Jones or Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold yeah. or a, a number of different quarterbacks right. that aren't established in the NFL yet. And he made it known like he would have went to Dallas because, I mean, yeah. that's where he's from. Right. So, obviously, that, that plays a role There's nothing in, wrong with in what that. you want that's to do. Cool. But the thing is, is like, you know – we we said it a bunch of times already. It's like he left L.A. to come to Buffalo. Right. And you just don't come to Buffalo because, you know, it's beautiful here. I mean, yeah, it's, absolutely. It, it's, it has nothing to, you know. It's, it's not, not the nightlife. I mean, it's not It's not, it's not L.A. It's, it's not, not Miami. Yeah. yeah it's, so, so, I mean, he, he came here because he saw, you know, how this organization is run, who's behind it, and then obviously who's the face, you know, the front – of the organization, the face of it is is obviously Josh. Yeah, and when you got a guy like Josh, that's able to, I mean, I don't know how much recruiting Josh did or anything, but the fact that he was just able to bring in a guy like that because of who he is in this league, yeah, you know? and how he plays, yeah, it's just it's more than it's not a personality thing. It's it's he puts it out there, man, every game. You know, I mean. I don't know if you ever run into this, but occasionally I have to stop and pinch myself to even think about the fact that we have a quarterback of that caliber on this team. Yeah. I don't think it really hit me yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, it did, but right. it's still, it's still like surreal to me. Right. Like I'm still kind of like, like that cloud is still there somewhere. Is it going to end up over our heads again? You know I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost like it's insane. It's weird. It's, you know, cause you look around the league and you got guys like, uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Tom Brady and Aaron yeah. Rodgers. You know, Josh was in this golf tournament yeah, with the right. three top <laughs> yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. You know, and it's just like he's there, and you you know that he should be a part of it, but it, it doesn't feel right. like it in it a way. It feels like it's, the odd guy out somewhat. It's, it's you just, know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like because we, we don't – I don't know. We've never well, had as that. a franchise. Yeah, I mean, if you think about all the great quarterbacks in the NFL, and Jim Kelly was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But but Jim Kelly would look out of place yeah. with these guys. You right. know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you're Dan Marino. You know, like, I mean, there's just, I don't know. There's just a number of teams that have had that guy at least one time. Some have had him more than once. Right. Dallas, for example. You know what I mean? San Francisco's had a really 
a number of quarterbacks. Yeah. Rams. I mean, yeah, Green Bay had fire, Green Bay fire, fire, had fire, fire Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we you know, you know. I mean, and I love Jim Kelly. He's a fantastic guy and uh, a great quarterback. But it, it just he was he was very very good. But I think even in the day, as far as elite goes, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. They were judged on a different level back then, so right. probably he would have been. But um, but yeah, Josh Allen, at least to this point, uh, at this point in his career, uh, looks like legitimate elite quarterback for a long time to come. Yeah, and it's just it's tough. It it's tough to wrap your your head around. It's still, I think. I think it's it's they're almost there for me, but it, it's still it's just still right. You know, I mean, we just it, we were so it's so long. Like we were 20, 20 years with just crappy mediocrity, just yeah. not, not great. And obviously, we the biggest issue we had was quarterback. Right. Uh, you know, like we could never for land sure. a quarterback. We went through so many quarterbacks. Yeah, and, it just, and we went all the way around too, right? Like we had Orton, Kyle Orton for a while, so we went and got a, a seasoned veteran that didn't really work. We got Doug Flutie out of the CFL. I mean, we we tried everything. We moved scraped. up to get guys, you know. Scraped, I mean, we man. just could not nail that quarterback position to save no, our lives. No, not it, even. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that um, you know now when you look at the situation, it's like Baker Mayfield. Gets drafted number one, uh, and then Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold gets two. drafted number number you know number three overall. Was it number three, the second yeah. the second uh, quarterback off the board. But you know you look at now they're both both were traded, both on the same team now. Yeah, you know like guys, these two are fighting just to to have a job in the NFL, to, right? To be something, you know. And, yeah, and then, Baker Mayfield gets to face the fact that he was on a team that. Drafted them and ultimately didn't want them anymore. Yeah, and the, Brown, I mean? and the Browns were like, if you look at the Browns, they, you know, just a year ago, they they were like arguably the most loaded, talented team roster, right, up and down in the NFL, and and all of a sudden just boom like that, you know, like you lost Baker Mayfield, you lost Landry, you lost uh, OBJ. OBJ. Yeah, I it, mean, you're just like they're dropping guys, and it makes them look desperate, doesn't it? Like I, right. I really feel like that's the Cleveland Browns. They're desperate for something, and it's like where the Bills used to be. You know, they've been good. I mean, they've been really good, uh, close to playoffs, but they haven't been able to put it all together, man. And no. and I feel like the Bills have now they're beyond that point. Where now they're looking at how do we maintain our level of play for the next five years, right? Right, I mean that's that's kind of the goal. We they signed Diggs to a longer contract, and Josh is locked up. Trey Woy, I mean, a number of guys are locked in for a number of years now, which is fantastic. But I think that's Brandon Bean's goal is to, you know, he's always said it. He's always said, I I won't sacrifice tomorrow to win today. I want to be able to compete consistently year after year after year. Yeah, and I think a lot of the great teams do that. Yeah, and. You got guys like Gabe Davis that um, is going to, I think, emerge on this roster to be just spectacular. I agree. I agree. It's just, I mean, the writing's on the wall with the guy, you know. And I don't know what happened last year. Um, I don't know why Dable didn't use him more. I don't know what happened, right? You know, but 
like that's not going to be the case this year yeah, whatsoever. I, so. no. I mean, no. what they're saying about Gabe Davis physically is uh, well, he he's, he's off the he jumped off the charts from last year to this year already. He's huge and he's fast and he competes for catches and yeah, I mean, he His does have all the yeah, you know, exactly, it, all the intangibles, right? They talk about which is of course something that the Bills organization looks for now they look for athleticism and intelligence and yeah. things that they know will help uh, players succeed because they know they can they can help them develop to be better than what they are yeah. but you have to have all that raw ability first you can't you can't teach somebody to be more athletic it's really hard or coordination or balance and all that stuff mm-hmm. you know but you look up and down the roster and you see a bunch of that now i'll tell you speaking of that um, I seen an article today. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Spencer Brown, you know, that thrust in the position he was. He had, I think he missed a game with an injury. Uh, he had COVID, I think, last year yep. or something, too. Yeah. Like he, he had it, he had it bad, but, and he made some mistakes, but he was, he was actually graded very high, especially on run blocking. Pass blocking needed some work, but now he's had a whole offseason. He'll have a whole training camp. Uh, that's another guy I think is going to take a step forward. Yeah. In our offensive line, if Ryan Bates can maintain where he finished, uh, is going to look damn good. Damn oh, yeah. good this year. Yeah, he is. He, There's no doubt. Yeah. He finished off last year great. You know. Yeah. And, um, again, getting Aaron Cromer back uh, on this team is going to, I think, pay huge dividends. Oh, for sure. You know, for this offensive line being, being the type of coach he is. Yep. Um, but yeah, well, I think I was mentioning to you earlier today because we're like, oh, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? Yeah, right, right. You know, and it's just like, you look up and down this roster, it's like you have a lot of, a lot of mix. And what I mean by that is like, you have, you have guys that you know what to expect for, like what to expect from them. And then you have a lot of guys that like, you don't know what to expect from them, but you, you feel like. They have such a high ceiling, right? That there's so much to expect from them. Sure, if that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. I think I did. To me, one of those players is Greg Rousseau. Right. He looked really, really good as a rookie for sacks. I mean he he seemed to hold his own pretty solidly through most of the games. He was asked to participate, and he he didn't play a ton. But when he did play, he he stepped up to the plate, man. He looks like he's everything that he was billed to be, and I I think he is potentially one of those guys that a couple of years down the road, the Bills are going to go. How did we get him at the end of the first round? And he's got to be able to reap the benefits of Von Miller, man. Oh, for sure. Like Von Miller, having him come into this team not only as a player but a mentor towards you know a guy like Boogie Rousseau, Basho, Boogie Rousseau. Benton. yeah, you know for what I mean, sure, like, man. Uh, Epinesa, like we, like yeah. Epinesa is a guy that, like, we're we're totally just passing up. Right I now. know, I know, you know, only because they threw so many other people in there. That's, like, I mean, look at Shaq Lawson, right? And, you know what I mean? And right. um, and uh, Jordan Phillips, right? Like, these are guys that left the teams. You don't know if it was on good terms or not. They both left the team the same year. Um, they both, I think, Shaq had like six sacks, and Jordan Phillips had nine, nine and a half, something like that. Yep. Like, they both went and got paid. Yep. You know, and look where they are now. Back here. They're coming back here going, man, I see what's happening with this organization. I 
kind of wish I'd stuck around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But the fact they get another chance to come in and they get to compete, they get nothing. Nothing is going to be given to them just because they were on the team before. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, these guys don't burn bridges. They don't hold grudges. They understand when somebody can go out and get paid. Yeah. A, if, biz, a business is it's a business. It's a business, is a business man. man. They get paid, you know? too. Yeah, exactly. And, they, and And it's not like Shaq and Jordan Phillips, we just let them walk because, you know, we didn't think they were good no. system fits or locker room guys or what have you. We just, we, you know, Brand, <laughs> like you said, Brandon Beans is like, hey, man. Go out and, and do you, and if you can if you can find something that you think is better, then you know right. And we we wish you the best of luck. Yeah, it was like what was they're both like I think one was ten, one was eleven million a year. Like mm-hmm. they're both more than what the Bills could do. Now you got Ryan Bates as a flip side of that. That you know, go ahead see if you can get an offer, yep. and if we can, we're gonna we're gonna match it. Right. You know, we're gonna bring you back if we can't. Then good luck, dude. I hope it works out for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep, exactly. But it's just, just class act all no, the way through. Yeah, and the fact you don't you don't see. I mean, I don't see a lot of that happening where you, you get guys like coming back, like wanting to come back to the team they left. Right. Right. You know, like we we always talked about it. You know, like we always talked about. Ah, oh, geez, man, can you imagine if we could get Antoine Winfield back in the day? Yeah, right, or, right. Or, or, Nate, day. or Nate Clements, Clements yeah. or you know, just. There's there's a lot of guys throughout yeah. throughout time that left uh you know in free agency that were like man you know what about we, Stephon Gilmore exactly you know, guys if we like could have that. afforded to pay him we would have for yeah, sure hundred percent but it was a different team different like team. now you go shit we got Trey White man we're not gonna be able to afford to keep him oh wait they did yeah what about Matt Milano yeah they kept him Josh yeah. Allen's got a good contract Stephon Diggs has a good like they're making it work, and these guys Von don't. Miller, they don't want to walk either. You right, know? they want to work it out. They want to be here, yep. and that's the difference too. Is you know, I don't think you ever really heard like Antoine Winfield saying, "I want to be in Buffalo," or right? Nate Clements saying, "I want to be in Buffalo," or you know, these guys just didn't because it wasn't the culture and the the winning and and what have you. Just did, it wasn't there. Yeah, you know, and you and we didn't have. Like a high-profile quarterback, you know, and that matters, right, dude. Right. Like, it I does. don't care who you are. It does. You know? But, you know, the strange part is, too, though, if you look at this league, and I don't, I don't want to turn this into a bitch session, a, a you know, dishing crap on other teams, but Devontae Adams, you're looking at that's a pretty good situation. Now, whether it was Aaron Rodgers pulling in the $50 million a year or whatever, he wanted more and he wasn't going to get it. So the team didn't mean that much that he was willing to stick around, Tyreek Hill. You got Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, number one receivers, walking. Right. Like just saying, we're out. Well, we're you know, Devontae Adams money. pretty much came out and said, too, like he's like, because if you look at the situation in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, you know, it, I think. Me, the, me, me, me. Yeah, the writing on the wall was, what can you do for me? How much, right. how much, how much, how much can I make? You know, what, what's in it for me type thing. And, Pretty much, Devonte Adams came right out and said, "Look, you know, I didn't want to be on a team that that I didn't know, you know, what I was going to get out of the future. Right? You know, I because everything that was happening was 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 happening for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know. Yep. And like if you know if Aaron decided to just walk away from the game after uh, another year, I mean, Devonte Adams is in his prime. 
Right. Who's he going to get after that? Jordan Love? <laughs> right. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, he made a move for him, which is like kudos to you, dude. Like, for sure. Like, you're not going to sit around and watch Aaron Rodgers get paid. Uh, and, and then you just, what, fizzle out after he retires. Yeah. Because you don't I, have nobody behind you. But, I mean, it's Tyree Kill that's really the, the head scratcher. Right? Because it always looked like everybody's good. Kelsey's good. Patrick Mahomes good. Tyree, everybody's good. And then you hear Tyreek Hill kind of pissing on Mahomes a little bit, going, hey, well, Tua's got the better, uh, you know, pass percentage, and he's got a hell of he's a more He's more accurate. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about, dude? You were playing with fucking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, if you were playing with almost anybody else, people could go, I could kind of see that. Dude, you're playing with fucking Patrick Mahomes. Well, man. he's fucking. I mean, he got paid, and he's going. To, and he's going to South Beach. Yeah. Now, you think he gives a shit? Like, like, no. like dude, football doesn't really seem like his, like his number one, like no thing. You know what I mean? Like, like you look at like, um, like Stefan Diggs, for instance. You know, he's in so many different ratings. I see on online, he's like. The fifth best receiver in the league, the sixth best receiver in the league, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Led the league, and, and it's like, and but the guy, like he, he wants to win. He he busts right. his ass, like right. you yeah, know. I mean, like harder than that, dude. And it's like you got Tyree Kill over here, like fucking running his mouth, and then oh, well, you know, I just got paid, like blah blah blah, in South Beach, and I got two of these. That dude's so much more accurate. Like, <laughs> like, like what you, are you, idiot. what are you doing, man? Yeah, I, I just, I. It just, I'm baffled. I, I mean, I really am baffled, and I'm with you. It's a team sport, but for some players, it's only a team sport because you got to have 11 guys on the field at a time. Exactly. And I think Tyreek Hill is maybe one of those guys. Uh, he is. You know what I mean? I think he is. I mean, he's, I think Aaron Rodgers is the exact same way. I, yeah. I don't give a shit what he talks about or how he. It, Josh Allen said, man, I would I would take less to keep guys on the team. Right. I think he could have got paid more. I know Stephon Diggs could have got paid more. Right. There's no doubt. Yeah. Like he, he, it's a team friendly contract. And even Josh's contract, yes. But it was, it was big only because of the depressed um, salary cap. Mm-hmm. You know, it hadn't gone up, it actually stagnated, you know? Yeah. But every year now, when it goes up, his contracts gets friendlier and friendlier. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, yeah. So it's just really good work by our general manager and his staff and stuff like that. And, and, um, yeah, I would have bet money there was no way going into free agency or or anything after the season. There's any way the Bills could bring in a Von Miller. Just, it just didn't seem possible. No, no it didn't. Uh, yeah, when you're going to keep Matt Milano, you know. Trey Edmonds now is sitting in that limbo area. Right. He's here for the season. We'll see what happens. I got a feeling they would like to sign him if they can. But I don't know if that's going to work out for him. It's it's a tough call, you know. I mean, he he, the the kid has a lot of high potential. And talk about kid, right? You know? Look, he's still like twenty three or twenty four or something. He's still yeah. just a kid. Yeah, he's super young, you know. But I, I, he's got a lot of potential for sure. It's just, um, you know, I don't know if I don't know what the Bills think he schematically if if he's you know the future to keep going with this team or not. I, I know there's a lot of fans out there that are like, let's move on from him. He just doesn't have it. Um, he's not the the right, right middle right. linebacker for this defense, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, 
It's he's so, been calling a play yeah. since he got it. It's just tough to say on the kid sometimes because you can you can see flashes. Like I I was reading a stat on him the other day, and in in his first four years in the league, he's like tied with like Ray Lewis and somebody else for like the most tackles for yeah. loss as a middle yeah. linebacker in your first four years and shit. So I don't know. It's yeah, like, and he started out at what was he twenty when he came in? I mean, 2019, some shit. Yeah, like he yeah, is like, like crazy young. Right. He is the youngest player to ever have 100 tackles in a single season. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, if he, he's a guy that, you know, in my opinion, if the Bills were to move on from him next year, I don't think it would be detrimental to this defense. Right. I think that they'd be able to replace him one way or the other via free agency or you know, in the draft. Yep. There's guys out there and, and maybe the move they got um for Terrell Bernard, maybe that was like the step in that direction. Possible. You know, I don't yeah. know. You know, but it's uh it's just tough to say. He's 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 a tough one to kind of nail down. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, he you're right, because he is better than a lot of middle linebackers in the NFL. There's no doubt. But is there gonna reach that point where the Bills go, you know, I think we can do better. You yeah, know what I mean, and probably for a little less money. So maybe next year they're looking at drafting a linebacker in the first round or second round, or, or you know what I mean? I, right. Who knows? Move yeah. up to get a guy. I, I mean, I, they'll. I think they'll know this year. I mean, I, I think probably halfway through the season or three quarters away through the season, they're going to probably see where he is developmental wise, and right. and they'll make that call. But and, th- and this 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 day and age, not bad, I, right? In this day and age in NFL too, it's really hard to 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 make a call on a linebacker. And what I mean by that is like, um, you know, in the '90s and the early 2000s, the run game has always been very prevalent in this in the NFL. Right. And, and you always had the headbangers, guys like you know middle linebackers that, and you always wanted your stout guys, you know, guys like Erlacher and yep. and Zach Thomas fight from the Dolphins or. You know, just like, you know, your traditional Ray Lewis guys. Like right. now in the NFL, it's like you don't you don't really you don't really have like a traditional like um middle linebacker that you that be stocky that, yeah, that headbanger. That has to be like like that's your that's your your guy right. in the middle. Like right. you have to have him. I think I don't know, it's Yeah, know, because he's got a great combination of size and speed. Right, like he's six five or whatever. You know, he's a he's a big dude, but he's he moves not a, pretty good. Yeah, and he's not a he's not a headbang kind of like fill the gap. You know, right. run stuff in middle linebacker. Right. Yeah, but he's just not. There's not, not a lot of those in the league anymore, though. Yeah. You know, and the Bills are, are unique in the fact that they run the nickel like seventy percent of the time. Right. They're hardly ever. I mean, it's a a four three defense. It rarely has three linebackers on the field at the same time. Yep. Yep. Not you know what I mean. And I know, like the Bills, you know, traditionally in the last two, three years, have have had issues with certain teams in the run game. Yep. But like, how do you how do you choose or, or, or pick your roster, so to speak, to defend um, the NFL? Right. Because not every team has a freaking Derrick Henry. He, he's a no, an anomaly True. now in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, Jonathan you, Taylor, Derrick those, Henry. Derrick Henry's huge. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you don't have like you don't have like ninety percent of the time. You don't never have to worry about backs like that. Right. No. You know, so it's like teams like AJ Bernard, like or Terrell Bernard. Yeah. Uh, we drafted a guy like that because 
he, like you said, he can come down and play like a safety, but he, yeah. he's still like linebacker-esque. He, he, yeah, he's a unique linebacker in the fact that he's fast. He's like crazy fast. Yeah. But he's still tall and lanky and, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like he's closer to a safety than a linebacker, but he's yeah. strong. So it's I, different. I, it's I like think a hybrid. back to Lorenzo Alexander, he was almost closer to that. You know, headbanger guy than yeah. than anybody they've had since. Even right. Matt Milano, Matt Milano can just run sideline to sideline like nobody's business. Exactly, he finds the ball. You know, he's just a ball hawk. Yeah, yeah, it, which is really nice to have. They're just like hybrid linebackers. Yeah, you know, they're not like traditional, you know, two hundred and thirty five, forty five pound guys in yeah. the middle just eating up space and. Right, and, and the Bills, backs yeah, and, and the Bills ask a lot of their front four, mm-hmm. like they they want pressure with four guys, right? You know, because they want to be able to move their linebackers around. They don't want to have to rush a, a fifth guy to get pressure on a quarterback. Exactly. They want pressure with four guys. So, like you said, they they rely a little more on speed, I think, in that linebacker area than they do for just brute strength. Yeah, and I mean, you kind of got to in in today's NFL yeah, now the way the they're throwing the ball around. Throwing the ball around, and and the and again, like like fullbacks don't exist in the NFL. No, so you don't need you don't need a big beefy middle linebacker coming in and fill, take him fill, filling up a hole. Uh, you got to worry about covering a guy, you know, down the seam that's going to outrun oh, you. Linebacker who catches, you yeah. know, sixty passes a season or whatever. You know, that's the guy that you got to think about. And the Bills went through that. Remember, um, New England always had that. That screen, running back screen mm-hmm. play, it used to kick our ass over and over and oh, over yeah. again. Yeah, it's, we just it's, never had an answer for it. Right. So yeah, it's tough. I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, with Tremaine Edmonds, but my my yeah. my guess is the Bills will probably end up moving forward in a different direction. Probably. You know. Yeah. Um It's just I think it, unless the light really comes on and he really shows a lot this year. Because it's going to cost a lot. That's what I mean. It's like, how do you, right. how do you pay him? Because right, you guys former first round pick. You got guys like Ed Oliver coming up, you know. And in my opinion, he's way more important to pay. Yeah. Oh know? yeah, for sure. You know. So I mean, yeah, Cody Ford. I mean, there's another one that's basically not lived up to the billing yet. Right. So he's got probably this year when he does get an opportunity to play, he better show something, or he probably won't be here next year. Yeah. I think this is the last year, isn't it? Did he come in the same time? I think so. Yeah. I think it's yeah, right around. Yeah, it's right, right around his, there. His fifth year option, but so, what do you think, Jeff? Before we start wrapping it up here, um, what are you looking forward to most uh, this upcoming camp? This you know this year, I should say. Um, outside of the regular season, because we're going to have probably plenty of conversations about that. Um, I I I just want to see. Ken Dorsey, um, being as aggressive as they keep saying he's going to be, you know, that was one thing I heard um, wherever he was assistant offensive coordinator or mm-hmm. before or something like that. He's, they said that a lot of the plays that he he put together were, were quite aggressive, you know, and I, and I think we both are very big fans of aggressive football. You know, I think we yep. both uh, like to see our team go for it on fourth down and you know, I like teams to be aggressive. I don't like cookie cutter, hand it off to the running back and have them run into the back of the center, you know, to yeah. get a couple of feet or whatever. I, 
I do like to see them mix it up. So I, I do want to see that continue. And I know in preseason you don't get to see a lot of that because they run pretty vanilla, but but I think I want to see at least glimpses of that here and there. Yeah, so you want you want to see a uh, a still consistent offense, but wide but, open, but uh, an offense that has a lot of firepower still behind. Yeah, it. yeah. I don't want to. I don't think the Bills will ever be a running team. I don't think you pay Josh Allen what you pay him to hand the football off. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like to say I'd like to see Josh Allen continue to develop, but he is also to that point where it's more or less. Just little tweaks here and there. I mean, I yeah, he's really become a very good study of the game, and you know right. he keeps himself very physically fit, and uh-huh. you know, so I, I I don't worry about it at all. But I would like to definitely see him keep moving forward with that. Yeah, like they're in two playoff games last year. But like I said before, if he's anything close to that, right, he's definitely a strong candidate for an MVP. Yeah, and they're playing the teams that can get him there. You know, because right. the defense is going to be tested week one when we play the Rams. So the offense also, it's it's going to be a complete effort to win that game. And the Bills don't always come out of the gate super strong, as we know, against Pittsburgh one season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, they don't always come out flying. So for the regular season, that's one thing I will be looking for in that mm. game is them maybe not to be midseason ready, but but ready to play football week one. Yeah. No, I, I get you for sure. Um, for, I mean, for me with, with camp this year, I just want to, I want to see a team come into camp and, and show like they've been there before. Basically yeah. you know, this, this team I think is right on the cusp. They have a lot of, you know, um, experience behind them. Now they, they have, they have playoff wins behind them. They have sure. playoff wins at home. I just I, I I want them to come into camp and and just and, and kind of just hit the ground running. Yep. You know, I want to see really good position battles, guys going after it. McKenzie, you know, Crowder, you know. I, I just want to see I just want to see these guys come into camp just hungry and ready to go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and those guys that we keep talking about that are on the cusp. Right, I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Gabe Davis maybe showing some of that in in the preseason. Yeah, um, Dane Jackson, you know, Kyrie Elam, you know, let's see what he's going to look like because we'll get to see him plenty, I think, in preseason. Yeah, you know, he ain't going anywhere. Um, maybe Bernard, you know, definitely James Cook. Right. So yeah, I, I want to see how how these guys position themselves. For the regular season, exactly. Yeah, and it's 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 important for a team like this to come into camp and just be established, right? Ready to go, you know, no no ifs and and no buts, right? And, and, right. You know, like just no no dilly dallying around. I mean, this this right. is the type of team that that should have expectations set and ready to, ready to roll. And I agree. And absolutely, I just they, I just want to see these guys sharp. Right out of the gate, bright as yep. a nickel, man. Yeah, you know for sure. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to, and I'm just looking forward to to football. Uh, you know, coming back. <sighs> it's crazy. Play again, I, you know, it, it, it's kind of uh, it's kind of weird because I don't want summer to ever end because right. I, I love the nice weather. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you do. 
Yep. You want to be able to camp and campfires and picnics and all that stuff. It's fantastic. But at the same time, man, Labor Day brings a whole new season. It does. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that part of it. Yeah, it's hard not to look forward to uh, a season that these guys have so much high expectation. You yeah. know, and that's and that's, well, that's really what's better. You know, we didn't talk about the fact that even Sean McDermott, all these little setbacks, the 13 seconds and all this stuff, the coin toss and all this bullshit. Yeah. That it's just it's just one more notch in the journal that this is something we have to be aware of. You know, mm-hmm. and every time you have some sort of a, a letdown like that, and it's happened before, it happened against Houston. You know, I mean, it's uh, in the playoffs. It's happened before. We've had little, little setbacks, but every one of those has to be a learning experience. Yeah, correct. Some, it's got to be corrected somehow, yeah, somewhere. So, yeah, for sure. Well, I think I lost about like six, seven pounds. <laughs> you know, just in sweat in this forty-five spot. minutes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we should. I think we're uh, good. I think we should, we're pretty. Good. We should call it for the first one. Since, yeah, man. Since we're we're probably going to pass out soon here. So, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We uh, we're excited to be back and, and doing this again. For sure. Um, we're going to be back on a, a weekly basis. You know, all the way through camp, we're going to be covering everything Buffalo Bills, guys. So make sure you check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, everywhere that you can listen to podcasts will will be on that platform so make sure you uh you just listen to the to the bills talk man because that's that's what's going to be going on this year big time so yep all right well just want to end it with uh the way we always end it where else would you rather be than right here right now go bills go bills